Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nation Show. I am so happy to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes. And I've got a great show planned for you. We're going to talk a little college basketball. We'll talk a little horses. Belmont, Keeneland, and Santa Anita. And we also have a pick for you tonight for the Dallas Mavericks-Denver Nuggets game. Playup.com. Playup Sportsbook presents the Phil Nation Show. Playup! And we would like to invite you to join us. Over at PlayUp.com, where PlayUp is always your best bet. Our picks are available over at Cash with Flash. All the pricing packages are up. Sign up and Cash with Flash. That's CashWithFlash.com. Scotty Fiedler's here. You can hear him in the background. What's happening, Feeds? What's up, Philip? How are you, baby? I'm trying my best, man. How are you? Doing good, doing good. It's an uh, exciting time for us horse handicappers. We're a week away from the Breeders' Cup, baby. The, the, as I call it now, the greatest chance to make money for smart handicappers because there's a lot of stupid money in there. There sure is. And you're going to have a package for us, right? We will put together a package for the Cashless Flash page for the Breeders' Cup Uh uh, we'll, we'll probably do something with a couple of long shots and then uh, a couple of other races. And, uh, you know, it'll be the cash with flash uh, package for that weekend. And we'll let you know how much that is on Monday. Or check, or check it out at cash with flash. That's what you have to do. Check it out. We are going to be selling horse picks. The, the, the greatest day for you to make money since they changed the Kentucky Derby. So the greatest two days to make money because there's a lot of people that just listen to the media, play dumb money. Uh, I used to say Kentucky Derby Day was the greatest because it was all dumb money. Right. But uh, the problem the Derby had is they went to that point system for horses. So you don't get the wild race that you used to get as often. And, and, and it you know, just historically, it's noted. If you want to note it, look at. The last five to seven years, it's been, I think, five or six favorites in the last seven years. And prior to that, very few favorites were winning the Derby prior to the point system. Well, there you so go. now I give you the best Friday and Saturday of racing, Breeders' Cup Day, really good horses all around. You'll get some terrific horses for 20 to 1. And those races start in the afternoon on Friday, right? I believe Friday is the first day, yep, at, um, and then uh, followed by Saturday is the, the big Breeders' Cup day. Friday they do juveniles, the younger horses, and Saturday is, you know, the classic and all of the other uh, top races. The B. I can't wait for the B to open up, right? 
Um, it is the Breeders' Cup is at Belmont this year. Oh, I'm sorry, that. that's right. It is. Yeah. Why do I always think it's at Belmont? I always say I, I, I don't know. The B is open right now. We're going to give you a couple picks from there today. Come on. Yeah, there you go. Um, so we've got a great show planned. We're going to talk a little college basketball. College I cannot hoops. believe we're talking college basketball. Isn't it too early to be talking college basketball? Yeah, well, you know what? The season starts <laughs> the 9th of November. Crazy. That's uh, one week from this coming Tuesday. Don't forget, if you live in New York City, get out and vote. Ooh, jeez. Curtis Lewa, we're officially endorsing him at the Phil Nation Show because the other guy is de Blasio 2.0. And if you don't like the way things are happening now in the city... Well, just wait. <laughs> uh oh, Curtis Kliwa, look out! Kliwa, the guardian angel. Guardian angel, there he is. Exactly. I was. Yes. I saw him yesterday. Uh, he was in Brooklyn. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I was, was waiting wearing, for the ferry. Was he wearing his beret? Always. He never takes it off. I hear you. But you know, he actually, thing- he, he he actually had a terrific radio show for a while on uh, WABC. Oh, you know, he did. Did he? He's, he's he, awesome. Oh, he was in the afternoon. Yeah, he had a great. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, he's, uh, you know, conservative right wing, but he's he had a great radio show. He was a very good radio personality. Not not quite uh, cash with flash Bill Nason style. <laughs> yeah, the pretty, sleepy style. He was, he was pretty good, man. He was pretty good. OK, you know what else he is? He loves New York City. And that's the most important thing. That is true. You know, you don't. We, need, we do need someone that loves New York City soon. Cause, yeah. Whew. Woo! Let's let let's talk basketball. I don't like politics. Let's yeah, you know what? I'm thinking I'm doing my old show in a minute. You know that's uh, yeah. Hey, you know it's all right. All right. So how is Gonzaga the number one uh, preseason favorite to win it all? How are they number one, Scotty? I mean, um, a lot of kids returning. Yep. You know, uh, I know they also have a transfer from Iowa State. Uh, who was pretty good? Rasier Bolton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think the uh, uh, I think Nebhard is is really the the key that he actually. You know, I don't think they expected him back, and he came you back. Know. You know, and that yeah. was a good thing for him and for the school. And of course, uh, you know, and of course, Drew Timmy, who is you know could be the best player in the in college basketball right now. Yeah, the stash. You know the other guy I like they they have a, a couple of freshmen. Mm-hmm. One of them Chet Holmgren, he was the number yes. one player. So we'll have to see. You know the thing I did learn about this team though, and that was during COVID, maybe that's not going to apply this year. But they didn't play a lot of competition. And well, they haven't they, they haven't uh you know, they play the early games, they play some tough games there. You know, conference is always the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, uh, last year, Baylor was just, uh, that was some athletic team. And they just were a better, they were a better basketball team. I think, uh, you know, I think Gonzaga played basketball, but man, Baylor played basketball with athletes. With athletes. Yeah. That's exactly right. You know, but the thing for me, though, and this year will be different because they'll have that preseason. You know, mm-hmm. Gonzaga always takes on the best very early. Right at the beginning. That's where they, you know, last year they were, you know, undefeated, but they didn't have that, you know, game uh, against Michigan State, in, in, you know, in, in Chicago. Or, uh, or the Maui Duke Invitational. The, right, the Maui or Duke in uh, the Garden, things like that. So. And that's what they're going to have this year. They're going to have those things. And mm-hmm. we're going to see 
how they fare against the best in the country before they go into their dumpster fire conference. Mm-hmm. I that's that's what got us last year. I think is the lack of preseason basketball, the the inability to judge them by some of the other great teams. Well, that that and and uh, you're going to have the crowds back again. I mean, listen, you're going to go back into the number two team and play uh, Kansas and. You know, uh, uh, Fog Allen, it's a whole different ball game when there's, uh, uh, you know, a whole crowd there at Fog Allen as opposed to last year when it was just the teams. Well, Kansas is ranked number two. We're using the ESPN way too early top 25 rankings. We're not going to go through them And I agree that they're way too early, but that's okay. Well, that's okay, too, but that's the coach in you. But uh, at the end of the day, Kansas is ranked number two. And I'm kind of curious as to why. And when you look at this list, they've got UCLA at number three, Villanova at number four, Texas, number five, Purdue, number six, Memphis, number seven, the Wolverines, number eight. That's a little freaking low for them, I think. And uh, Kentucky is number nine, and Baylor rounds out the top 10. There's some dangerous teams in this top 10. I mean, again, it's way too early, but two teams in the uh, Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about right. I think Purdue is going to have a really good team. I, I like that Purdue team. That They've got everybody back. Mm-hmm. They won, they finished, they finished like they won 11, and they went 11 and three to end the season. And they got a couple of big-time prospects. And they got Trevion Williams. And then they got this kid, Zach Eady. And they just got a whip in Purdue. Mm-hmm. What do you, now, do they belong there at six? Or, I think they do. I think they do. Because you like Texas, right? I, I, I like Texas. I do like this Purdue team, though. I mean... Uh... You know, I think some of the issues, too, like Texas, you know, I, I like the team, but you got a whole bunch of transfers coming in. You That's know, a beautiful and, and, and thing, how, man. And, well, yes and no. I mean, how do they, how do they blend, you know, um, with each other, uh, you know, um, and do, do they blend with each other? You know, I mean, it may, it, you know, it may be a work in progress and they may lose a little early, but. Um, uh, then it, then they could gel. So it just depends on how it shakes out. You know, that's always the key uh, with a whole bunch of new kids, transfers, the one and done, you know, things. I mean, you look at the, the Duke team last year, struggled immensely, you know. I think they're also, you know, this year, um, uh, you know, with Duke, it, it's Mike Krzyzewski's last year. That's so, right. Uh, that's a big story to follow. You know, that, that's a big story and a big distraction, you know, all at the same time, I think. You know, and it's it, something it, that the bookmakers look at, too. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think there's a lot of pressure, um, you know, on those kids this year to perform for Coach K, you know. And uh, that's not, uh, to me, that's not necessarily an easy thing. I wouldn't think so. But one of the things about Texas is the two the backcourt comes back intact? Courtney Ramey and Andrew Jones are both back. Is Texas still uh, Shaka Smart or no? 
is Texas still what? The coach. That's who's there. Chris Beard now, correct? Uh, Chris Beard is there now. He he's the old Texas Tech coach. If I'm, I think so. Sure. I think he did, or Texas A and M, one of the two. Okay. Yeah, they just wanted that. That was I th- Chris Beard. I think is a pretty good coach. If I but they have it's the one I'm thinking of. Six of ESPN's top thirty transfers transferred to Texas to play for Chris Beard. A lot of polls have them uh, higher than this. I don't think you can put Texas higher than this. But Texas, depending on their schedule, they're going to be a team, Scotty. He was Texas Tech. That's exactly who I thought. Okay, okay, that's fair. He's a very good coach. He's a very good coach. But, you know, one of the things that you can take advantage of is a funny line. You've got a team with two veteran starters coming back. And that's a big thing, two veteran guards. Mm-hmm. But then you've got all these other guys, and Texas is going to be favored by a bunch, no matter who they play right off the bat. So you're looking at an opportunity to take advantage, maybe, of some of these teams with the uh, with teams with players that they haven't ever coached before. Mm-hmm. Six transfer students. Now, you might not get that against Houston Baptist, but then they play Gonzaga, they play Northern Colorado, they play San Jose State, California Baptists, and Sam Houston in the month of November. So you might get an opportunity to catch them as big favorites, double-digit favorites, Mm -hmm. and to catch them against one of these more experienced teams. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think some of these experienced teams are going to actually win early. You know, um, uh, the the Villanovas of the world, you know, mm-hmm. Jay Wright does a terrific job there. He's a, you know, real good personal friend, too. So, you know, I mean, it's funny, too, the, the, the Kansas that Norm Roberts, who played for my dad's an assistant to Bill Self, and, uh, you know, uh, Jay Wright. Uh, who the first guy I ever worked for was Jay Wright's longtime assistant, Tom Pacora. Right. Uh, who you know. So yeah. I know both, you know, Jay, Jay is very well prepared. Um, I think they'll, I think they're going to do some winning early. They have a team, you know, that's been back together. Uh, and I, I think he'll, he'll do a, a nice job getting them, you know, ready to go. Um, well, it never hurts that he's bringing back Colin Gillespie and Jermaine exactly, Samuels. Exactly. And I think, you know, and I also think the Baylor team's going to be better than 10. I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised. I know they did lose a lot, but, uh, you know, Scott Drew's a hell of a coach, and I'm sure they're going to reload a little bit there. Um, the team that surprises me a little bit, you may disagree with me, is that UCLA is that high. Um Oh, I don't disagree with you. I I don't think that they're that. <laughs> I don't know what they are really. Uh, exactly. I mean, think about last year. You know, they they lose that they're on the they're on the ropes in the first round of the NCAA tournament to uh, Michigan State, wind up winning and and then go on a run to the Final Four. You know, uh, like the guy says in this article, they lose that game. They're seventeen and ten with a five game losing streak right. in the season. So, you know, it's kind of uh, um, interesting. You know, again, uh, Mick Cronin, I I know from coaching, he was actually when I first started, he was an AAU coach in Cincinnati, and then he went to work for um, uh, Bob Huggins. Yeah, that's right, Bob Huggins. He's a good guy. He's a good coach. I just think, um, 
again, I think he's a little too loose after being with Huggins, who who wasn't quite as loose as Mick. Um, you know, and sometimes that doesn't play well uh, in college basketball. I think it plays well in the pros, but uh, college not necessarily. And then Kentucky's always, you know, we go down to nine. Kentucky's always a work in progress, you know. Uh, I think, like you said, and you made a great point, I think the preseason um, and the, and the uh, you know, the, the actual practices more and, and things that go on will help the so-called one-and-done teams, the Dukes of the world, the uh, Kentuckys of the world, those, you know, those schools. I, you know, the only thing I'm getting sick of is I just think this transfer portal is so ridiculous now. I mean, uh, these teams. Where was just, that when you were coaching? <laughs> you wouldn't have had to leave like, the couch. Well, like Timmy Capstraw and I said, who I worked for, uh, we were talking about it. We, you know, it's kind of ridiculous that a kid could do whatever they want. Basically, you're not happy, you just leave. Right. Uh, you don't get enough playing time, you just leave. But in the same token, we said if we were still back at Wagner right now, that's we would be scouring the transfer portal all day long and all night long, and we probably would. You're right. Probably would never go recruit anyone in high in high school. What would be the point? Your your budget would be a lot better this way. You could pay the coaches more. Yeah, well, that would have been nice. We didn't make that much back in the day. Yeah, they still really don't. But uh, ah, they make plenty. Let me tell do you. Do they, they the assistants a, oh, even too? Yes, they do now. Yeah, really. I was talking to Jimmy Angles, uh, who was an assistant with me at Wagner. He's the head coach at Columbia at University. He was telling me what his assistants make, and I said, "Holy, you know, S H I T, as they say." I should have stayed there. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> You know what we got to do though? We got to bring Pacora up to camp. Oh, he's been up. Well, I know he's that, but I mean, I haven't back, seen him in yeah. twenty years. It'd be nice to that, see him that's again. That's true. That's true. He's a good. He's a good basketball coach. Now, where is he this year? Uh, he's been an assistant at Quinnipiac. Well, there's nothing wrong with being an assistant. He knows the story. He, he used to be the head coach at Hofstra, right? He's the head coach at Hofstra. Yep. After Jay, um, you know, we did that for a while. Uh, Made a move I didn't love when he went to uh, Fordham, which I think is a, just a dead job. I mean, he made some good money, but uh, just not a not a good job. That's the problem there. Sometimes you know? that happens, you know. <laughs> yep. So, um, I mean, I'll tell you a team that I think is kind of interesting, if you want to know the truth to me, that I think on this list is a little, I think it might be a little low, is Houston. Um, uh, yeah, I think they have quite a few people, you know, coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they Kelvin Sampson is a big time defensive coach, you know, and. Uh, you know, they, they lost a few. They did lose some players, but uh, they definitely uh, have a few that are coming in. They have, uh, again, a couple transfers. Kyler Edwards from Texas Tech. Um, I believe uh, Kid Carlton from uh, UConn, right? And uh, and he does have a couple of returning players, you know, as well. And, and and they do a really nice job over there. I think they're going to be a little better than uh, you know they're ranked. I'm a big fan of the Houston Cougars, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'm wearing their hat right now. Um, uh, I, I I must have known that. Yeah. <laughs> I got so many of these hats, you know, but uh, 
I like to wear it. But, you know, the the player that I really enjoy watching is Marcus Sasser. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he played really good last year in the tournament against Oregon State and then Baylor. But here's a kid who plays defense and scores. If you want to play for Calvin, you got to freaking play defense. If you don't play defense for Samson, you're done. Mm-hmm. But this record, see, this is one of the things about college basketball that I think is uh, undervalued, and that's a record of a coach. His last four seasons at Houston, they're 111 and 24 overall. They've won a couple AAC championships, a conference title. They've won seven NCAA tournament games. They made it to the Final Four once. That's the that's the epitome of underrated. I'll agree. I I just think that's a good team. The one team that I was really surprised is so low is Arkansas. They're ranked fourteenth. A lot of new again, a lot of new kids coming in, I think. Right, but he's still yeah, he's got six kids coming into the program, six transfers. You're not even talking about right. incoming freshmen anymore. Yeah, they're not any, even any kids anymore. Terrific. Yeah, they're just transfers. That's what they are now, just transfers. Mm-hmm. But they do have three starters coming back. And that little bit of continuity helps. Devontae Davis, uh, Jalen Williams, uh, Staniel Moody. These are good. These are good basketball players, and it should be a lot of fun. And then that kid, that Tony kid from Pittsburgh. I, now I don't understand why he uh, transferred, but then I never understand why most of these kids transfer. Oh, I think they all, uh, you know, it's the grass is greener. I mean, you know, but that that rarely is the case because I, I understand that too, and you understand that. But it just is. Uh, I, I think it is what uh, these. You know, it's it's the world. You know, it's got to be better. You know, this is hard. You know, <laughs> well, things are hard. You know, you want to be really good. You gotta, you know, work at it. And you gotta, so, you gotta, you know, over. You gotta uh, override those uh, hard times. You gotta overcome those things. And I don't think college basketball. I know it used to teach that. Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what we're teaching anymore to the to the kids. Where they, you know, it just seems like there's no consequences for anything anymore. Well, that's yeah. just the problem, and that that has a lot to do with why we see what we see, especially in college basketball and college sports. Now, college football. Look at that. I mean, it's the same thing. Same you know, thing. Spencer Rattler. What? Just because you had a bad game. And you uh, now I want to transfer, but maybe I don't. We'll see. You know, if you're I could never coach college sports now. I wanted to. There was a time, Scotty, when I probably could have got the UNLV gig or something similar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather just coach the kids individually. (laughs) Yep. It's so it's the safest way, because if you recruit, let's say, for example, you recruit a kid who you and you stole him from the big schools. And he has a bad night, or he doesn't like the schedule, or the dorm room he's in, or maybe the food wasn't to his liking that day. Oh, and- it's the same thing I tell you at camp. You know, these kids, they think it's going to be perfect every day. And, you know, then you get the parents, oh, we paid all, all this money. It should be perfect. Well, life is not perfect, you know. And it's the same thing with basketball or, or football. You know, listen, you're going to go to a place. It's not going to be perfect every day. You know, you're uh, Rattler. You had a bad game, right? 
Yeah. So what are you going to, you know, I, what I was the coach credit. supposed to do? Let him stay out there on the field and right. lose? And, and, and lose, right. So he can I, lose I mean, his job? Right. I mean, and, and the funny part I said is, uh, you know, you look at a Jalen Hurts now, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he did transfer at the end, but he stuck it out at Alabama when he could have easily left a year earlier. Oh, yes, that's right. You know, and, and now, look, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, you know, Joe I Burrow mean, is the opposite of all that because he got stuck in a mess. Joe Burrow, th- listen, there are times where transfer get, makes sense. you get in the mess and transferring makes sense. But he there stayed there for four years, though. I was going to say, the other point is Joe Burrow did stay there. So <laughs> he didn't exactly leave after his freshman year. Yeah. You know, Jalen Hurts, I mean, was the starting quarterback at Alabama. Gets pulled in the championship game, right? Uh, with Tua, he stays the next year and and is Tua's backup. Then comes back in in the national championship game and wins the national championship for him. Then transfers to Oklahoma and uh, has a hell of a year there. And then now look, he's the starting quarterback for the Eagles. There you go. For how long we don't know, but that's not the point. The point is, is he uh, endured? Yeah, and those are success, you know, usually successful people. There's no way yeah. I would want to be sitting behind Tua, though. No, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> listen. You, I wouldn't you want all... to be sitting behind him on the team plane either. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> God. Yeah. Illinois, yeah. dude. Illi- yeah. This is, you know, I know that they, they have this thing. They call it Big Ten bias in the media. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the Big Ten usually has a pretty good conference when it comes to basketball anyway. Mm-hmm. Illinois ranked 13th with Kofi Cockburn. I don't know, man. I don't too know, hot, man. Too high. Too high. You think they're just? You think it was just a hot tournament and that's it? I mean, listen, I, I don't know, but I, I right now, yes, I think they're too high. Well, they so. fell to Loyola Chicago. Yep, exactly. And that's why. But they it's went. Not. They went like 15 and one to close out the season, including Isn't the it? Big Ten tournament. Here's an interesting team from the old the old ways. What about St. Bonaventure? St. Bonaventure. Bob Lanier, baby. Yeah. All, all five starters come back. Mm-hmm. You know, they added a few. Uh, I think they added two transfers uh, from Pittsburgh and Wake Forest to give them a little bit more depth. But, I mean, you got five starters that average double figures. And they're ranked 24th. Yeah, I just think those that's one of those teams that may, you know, the old, hey, we got some older kids, they got some experience, and, uh, you know, I think they may surprise some people. I think and they boy, that's not an easy a lot of place. people. That's not an easy place to recruit. I think that's a team you may want to have on your radar early for uh, gambling purposes. I think they're going to, uh, you know, they're not necessarily that team that's going to be a favorite because uh, their name. They're probably going to be an underdog because of their name, and they're going to be a lot better than people think. I would think so, but they have the type of November schedule that can lead to that. They play Siena, then they play Kinesis, and then Boise State. Now, that's a tournament game, and I think that's the Empire Classic, if I'm not mistaken. There's There's a game that I'm talking about where Boise State will be the bigger name. Only I, and not necessarily for basketball. I don't know why they get more credit for basketball. They're not bad, but they're not their football team. No, they sure aren't. But this could be an interesting. That's in the Charleston Classic. There's a lot of preseason tournaments. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of chances to catch with Flash, 
And you know what? I think there'll be plenty of cash in with the Flash. I think so, too. 299 bucks for the season pass. You can't beat that. Nope, you can't. Last year, you know, somebody said to me, you only pick 60-some games. I said, did you ever hear of COVID-19? Well, I wouldn't even have said that, Phil. I would have said that I win most of them. Yeah, which I did, 27 you know, wins over. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, that's the, you know, do you, do you, you know, and, and this is where it's the difference between the degenerate and the person that's actually buying this service to make money. I mean, do you want to make money or do you want to just play games, you know? And, uh, you know, I'm sure there were plenty of people that played with you, made money with you and bet other games because they just couldn't get enough and, didn't make money when pushed. Right, down. right, but that's so, not my fault. You know the no, but and you, that's you follow what I'm saying. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know the best thing that you can say. You know, sports betting is a long term investment. You know, you're 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 wagering on games with in a lot of cases with teenagers playing, and, and anything can happen. But over the long haul, don't talk to me about one week into an NBA season. Talk to me about how it ends, because I promise you it's going to end well, just like the college. Let's go to the horses' feeds. We've got three tracks running for you today, Belmont, Keeneland, and Santa Anita. Which one do you want to start with? Da, 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 da. Da, Let's da, 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 start da, da. at Belmont, the big beef just for you, Phil. We're like going to we're gonna go to race five. It's a maiden special weight, mile on a turf. Okay, I think we have a shot at a decent price here. So I'm going to look to the four horse, full count Felicia who did a lot of the heavy lifting at 44 to 1 last time and ran third right at a similar you know similar type of race um so we're going to go there and I'm going to mix him in with the 5 mm-hmm. Missy Greer the 9 Miss you Ella and the 12 who is another long shot that I think has a shot to win the 12 is the other interesting horse here Phil that you need to uh Take a look at well meant to, to go on the grass. The race got washed off the grass, ran third anyway, uh, took some money. So I think, my goodness. Sorry, Philip. I think we're just getting some stuff going here in the background. Oh, uh, no worries. Sitting just in the going. office. That's why I had to uh, hold on for you for a second. Anyway, but the 12 horse Shine has a shot to win this race as well. I think he's a well meant horse, well meant Philly. That uh, was meant for the grass, got washed off the grass, ran third anyway. And uh, so so what I'm looking to do is let's box the 4, 5, 9, and 12. If you want to play the 4 and the 12 to win and place, you could do that as well. Okay. Perfect. So two, you're gonna... two long shot horses there. I'm looking at I'm looking to make some money in the fifth at Belmont. That sounds good. What do you got next? Okay, we're gonna go to the ninth at Belmont. Okay. Oh, and I just got my. I uh, see. This is why things happen. The horse I was going to put on top at thirty to one scratched out. Fair enough. So, so let me just. I, I do have. I just want to make sure the other horses are still running, and we'll just do a box. No, nope, two of them scratched out. See, this is the problem with doing early horse racing sometimes. Well, it's going to be cold at the B today. Ch- well, you get some changes and things. So in the ninth at Belmont, then we're going to go. Um, I'm just going to give you a straight exact uh, two horses. We're going to go Chad Brown, a Chad Brown exact, as they say. We're just going to go four eleven, box to four and eleven. I'm really sorry that some of these horses got scratched out. I thought we had a real big chance to make some money here, uh, but two of my horses, the one Valley who was thirty to one, 
morning line got scratched and the seven by land and sea who was 15 to one morning line got scratched. Those were the two horses I really was looking at. But um, I think here we'll just go Chad Brown. We'll go 411. If you want to throw in a horse that could give you a little bit of money um, that I think maybe sitting on a good race is the eight as well back to his roots. So if you want to do an exacta box in the ninth at Belmont, four eight eleven. Four eight eleven. Let's move on to Keeneland. Keeneland. One of my favorite tracks of all time. I gotta get out there someday. Right. We're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the fifth at Keeneland. Okay. And it's a six and a half furlong race. I think again, this is another chance to make some serious money. I like the two-horse Jungle Juice, morning line 8-1. to one. Throw out his last race in the slop, and he looks really good on paper. But I think he's going to get overlooked because of the last race where he just folded up on a, on a wet track at Churchill Downs. Uh, if you go back to his two races at Keeneland at the same level, same distance, he's got a, fir- a win and a second uh, with a very good speed figures that figure right into the middle of this race. Um, and I'm going to mix Jungle Juice, the two, with the, uh, where is it? Okay, we'll throw the favorite in the three, the four, and the nine, who is the horse I'm really hoping that runs up with him. So, uh, three, four, nine. So we're going to go, um, Jungle Juice, the two, with the three, four, and nine. Play Jungle Juice across the board. I think that's the horse that can make you some money. Um, and the exacta could pay as well. And then we'll go to Santa Anita. Okay. The fourth at Santa Anita. Again, preliminarily, this is more of a favorites exacta. I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, we're going to play Park Avenue, the one horse with the two horse, uh, Dream of Gian. Uh, I think Dream of Gian has a shot to win the race, but I just think it's going to be a, uh, basically a one two box the two horses. Uh, it's going to be a short price, but I think you'll, you know, you'll be happy because you're going to collect. That's the bottom line. Casting at the window, making sure you're picking up those winning tickets at the window, and you're going to win with Fiedler. I guarantee you that. I'm you know, getting ready for that Breeders' Cup. I am also. Um, I'm already purchased my train ticket to go to your house. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I, 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 pajamas are optional. There we go. <laughs> I'll bring food too. Not, not, not for not for you though. Pajamas are on. I got two kids, man. What's wrong with you? I, I, that's not what I meant. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I meant sweatpants or pajamas. Uh, uh, okay, there you I, go. I plan. I, I plan. I spend a little time on your couch. <laughs> there you go. That sounds good to me. And now, now I know you got a pick for everybody out there tonight in the in the NBA. I that's do. Correct. I also have three premium picks that are on sale at CashWithFlash.com. It's been it's been an interesting start to the season. You know, I was rolling right along there. I went 5-1 and one over Sunday and Monday, a 3-0 and o day on Sunday. And then the wall, the roof fell in on me. Oh, uh, that's handicapping, Phil. You know that. And I well, know I that. do. But and you know people... what? I broke my rule. Mm-hmm. I don't like to give out too many favorites. And I went 0-4 with all favorites. You know, your father's probably ready to choke me. I think uh, yeah, He would be. I, I think the last time me and you picked a couple favorites there, I think he would have Grabbed us and knocked yep. our heads we together. We blew that one too, didn't we? That yes. we, we were, we were on, 
we were on a serious roll and then went favorites. And look at what happens when you do that. Stick to stick to your, uh, you know, stick to what works. That's that's sort of it. And that's, you know, that's why I tell you in the, in the horse racing, you know, what I love about it is you could uh, give 10 races out. You hit one long shot and you're making money. Exactly. You know? Now, the begin the, the thing about this game is it begins at 10 p.m. Now, Denver is a minus one and a half point home favorite over Dallas. The interesting thing about Dallas is they're coming in here hot. They have they lost their opening night game against the uh, Hawks, and then they've reeled off wins against Toronto, Houston, and San Antonio. The last two were at home, though. Mm-hmm. Denver, Denver's hit some snags, but Denver, they've lost two straight. They lost to Cleveland at home, and then they lost to Utah on the road. They didn't cover either of those games. Now I think Denver is like one and three against the spread. Let me see if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're one one three and zero. Oh. But the problem is, is Dallas is one three and zero oh also against the spread, mm-hmm. and, and that's the scary thing. Dallas is beating up on teams they should be. Denver's still trying to figure things out without Jamal Murray. I don't know what's going to happen there, but. You've got this funny money line also. The minus 125 on the money line is not a bad price to pay for a home team and a minus one and a half point game. I don't know what's going to happen. Kristaps Porzingis is uh, questionable tonight, but he hasn't really been that impactful anyway. I think it's going to come down to Jokic and Doncic like it usually does. I think the Nuggets are the better team here. I hate to do the favorite. I don't, As we were just talking about it. My I goodness. know, I know, but you know what? I, but I, but the problem is, is I just don't trust Dallas. You know, you're winning but not covering, and, and that scares me. So I, I think what I would do tonight is take Denver, and, and not even fool with the points, and just take them straight up to win at minus one twenty-five. Okay. Sounds fair to me. Uh, the reason I do that, I don't like to do that, but the reason being is that you could stick that. I know a lot of people like parlays. I'm not a big parlay guy. What do you, what do you get back on the Mavericks, by the way? Uh, plus 105. Right, so it's not worth that at all. Not at all. And, and, and one and a half points on the road when they right. haven't beaten anybody yet and, and they got completely spanked by Atlanta opening night. Mm-hmm. They did knock off Toronto um, in Toronto, but Toronto was still trying to figure things out. That's not the same Toronto team that's going to be hosting the uh, who they got tonight. Toronto, um, I guess Toronto plays Orlando, so mm-hmm. it's it's not the same team. And, and I think what you have to do is you have to just leave the spread alone, take the money line, keep your fingers crossed that. Jokic doesn't get a uh, doesn't go crazy or get a bug up his ass and take a minus one twenty and take them on the money line and just take the hit, mm-hmm. take the small profit. You know we're down a few units, but I don't care about that. I, my process hasn't changed one bit. Yeah, I mean why and should and you'll you'll go on another another streak and listen you're back on the air with me so oh yeah you know there usually you you've had a very successful run when I'm on the air when we did the college basketball last year and we had never done college basketball in this show mm-hmm. that during the fi- during the playoffs the tournament it was like a fifteen and one run yep fifteen and one to start the tournament 
to yeah, or end correct. the tournament from the Sweet 16 to the uh, final. Whatever, yeah, whatever it was. No, I'm sorry, that's and wrong. It was 15 and two. Yeah, um, and I then, lost and once with Baylor, and I lost twice with Baylor. We lost the championship game. We got sucked into Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not going to make that same mistake. And Scotty will be here every week to help us out. Maybe I'll even uh, convince him to help me with the picks, and I'll split with him. We'll see. We can figure things out. Scotty and I figure things out together very quickly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. All right, great stuff today, Feeds. You too, Phil. It was awesome. Thank you. Now, play let's, up, baby. Play you know, up. Play up. Play up. Sportsbook presents this show. We want you to head on over to playup.com. You can find Scott over at Brookwood Camps on Twitter. And if you're so inclined and you would like to consider sending your child to a sleepaway camp, please consider Brookwood Camps. That's www.brookwoodcamps.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Playup.com, your best bet. Get on over there and make some cash with the flash. That's what you want to do. Don't forget the picks. Every day, we've got the packages, individual picks, whatever you need, cashwithflash.com. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly, Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.